Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner-operators, and even part-time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to $0.54 a mile. Teams get up to $0.58 a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice. No-touch freight and 60% drop in hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the Elite Fleet. Four days on and four days off. Hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the Lease Purchase Program. With payments as low as $345, you can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. Hey drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator, or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Hey drivers, have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call JJ Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them Talk CDL sent you. Thank you. So Talk CDL got a message today on the Facebook page. What did that message say? Uh, well, it actually, uh, a driver, Dave, Dave Dean, sent us a picture of some results. Of course, you know, as soon as there's a hurricane around the Gulf area, we start getting pictures and videos. Mm-hmm. And so we just got this from Dave Dean, and it's a picture of a rig. You can see it right there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a picture of a rig rolled over. and it, It's on, uh, I mean, it looks like that bridge that it runs on Louisiana, but it's... I don't know, whatever, whatever it is, it's all across the water going, you know, along the coast. And the rig is flipped over. It looks like it's ready to fall into the, into the water. But, um, you know, every every time we, we do, uh, or not do, but every time we get a, a hurricane, we start getting these videos and pictures. Mm-hmm. So what, what I'm getting at is note to trucking companies. When there's a hurricane, um, turn your trucks around. I mean it sincerely. You got a truck. You got a, a driver coming to Florida, or down in Alabama, or along the Gulf. What What do you think is more of a loss? The freight, the claim, your insurance going up, maybe the driver getting killed or hurt. Just it's just crazy loss. Or you flip the truck around and you pay a late fee because maybe the hurricane turned, right, and didn't hit the area anyways. So you suffer now. A late load, uh, you know, and, and maybe you pay, you have to pay your receiver some kind of penalty. In fact, they, in fact, most likely they would probably understand why you called them the day before and said, hey, we're turning our driver around because we're not sure where this hurricane's going to hit. And with all the videos and pictures Talk CDL puts up, uh, we're going to trust that we could be one of those trucks on our side. Well, I'm sure the company would rather the truck turn around than lose the freight that they're carrying for them and have that loss. I mean, a day later is better than nothing. Not only that, but the outer bands of a hurricane 
can be pretty darn windy and be more like a tropical storm. So to turn the truck around before it would get near those those bands are just as important as the whole hurricane, you know, anything, because those bands can go out miles and miles and hundreds of miles from where it's going to land. So we were getting rain and so forth where we're at when it didn't even truthfully come near us per se. So... Yeah, we're like 400 miles from the hurricane right now, and we've had three days of rain. But you brought up a, uh, something valid that I remember. Do you remember a couple of years ago when we were at the Dallas Truck Show? Mm-hmm. And, and we were coming back, and, we, and I-10 was closed. Do you remember that? I do. I do. And do you remember, I think we were roughly 100 miles north of I-10 coming through Louisiana. Do you remember that? I do. And do you remember the path we had to take on the roads? It had some trees blown down, and it had like gas stations closed, and it was it was nasty. And that was just that was a hundred miles north of where the hurricane hit. There was still giant trees blown over roads, block. Everybody was zigzagging through back roads and going around trees. Trucks were rolled over, all kind of crazy stuff. And so here we are today. And to me, I, it just doesn't make sense why any trucking company wouldn't have this and again i'm not here to put trucking companies down but if, if you got a truck driver that you just figure well it's supposed to go to louisiana and he's all the way over there in alabama i you know personally these hurricanes you that means you're trusting the weatherman <laughs> how, how many times have we had the weatherman wrong i think there's memes going around with the weatherman just as i don't know what's going on no it, it's exactly it again do yourselves a favor from here on out if there's a hurricane forecast a hit on a Friday and you know you're delivering Friday morning or Thursday and you know well my truck's going to be sitting there and I might not have a backhaul so he might have to sit there 24 hours later when the hurricane's coming in the roads are going to be shut down the winds are coming I mean just kind of use common sense my gosh it's a late load big deal trust me the picture that uh, Dave sent us is going to cost that company a lot more than a late load. I mean, obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, the truck's completely on its side, and if the wind didn't blow it any further and take that trailer off the side because the back end of the trailer is over the edge of the of the bridge. So, I mean, there, like you said, there could be more loss. I mean, hopefully the driver's not still in the tractor that he got out and someone took him to safety. So moving on, we have a guest today. We do. And what's the guest name? Greg. Greg. And what company's Greg with? Marvin Keller. So he's with Marvin Keller Trucking, right? Is it the, that's what they're called, Marvin Keller Trucking? Yes. They seem to be a nice company. I mean, they're actually one of our sponsors, and uh, we invite them on the show to... I actually wanted to ask them how... Is, what's Greg? Where, what's Greg's title? He's the, uh, driver, the driver, trainer, and recruiter. Okay, so Greg is the driver, trainer, and recruiter. So that'd be great because I'd like to—I'd really like to ask Greg because another trucking company I was talking to yesterday sent me an email on how insane the hiring is right now in you know not just trucking but across the board in the United States. So I'd like you know maybe we can kind of ask Greg if it's crazy on their end also, and uh, you know the reasons being I, what I'm hearing a lot of it's you know too many people are being paid to sit at home, but you know who the heck knows. Uh, and, his, and his last name is what? How do you pronounce that? Alsop? That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to call Greg here in just a minute. We told him we'd call him at, what, 1030 our time. Yeah. And you got the word of the day? I do. Can, can you think you could whip that out in like two minutes or less, or do you think we should wait till the end? Let's see. How quickly can you whip it out? And, of course, it's by... Word genius. Word genius. And, and what, what actually is that word? I'm looking at it. I'm actually sitting close to you today because we're, <laughs> we're, we're mobily, we're not in our normal studio today. We have a smaller mixer and we're actually sharing a mic. And it's, is that chambray? Oh, chambray. I see the pronouncing. Go ahead, put it, put it up there. Chambray. 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 So chambray is spelled C-H-A-M-B-R-A-Y. And what does chambray mean? A linen finished gingham cloth with a white weft 
and colored wrap, producing a molted appearance. So, <laughs> so I have, sounds like a lisp just reading it. What's a what's a what, what, go back to that definition? What's a gingham? Hold your hold your finger on that right there, and you actually can look it up. Oh, maybe not. There it is. Look up. So a gingham is a lightweight, plain, woven cotton cloth, typically checked in white and bold color. So basically a chambray is kind of like a flannel shirt in, tr in trucker talk because it's the kind, you know, like the cowboys used to wear where it had the pearl snaps on it. That is a chambray. Okay. So it actually means nothing to me. Let's move on. No, no, it wouldn't. Let's, let's go ahead and dial... Hi, Greg. This is Ruth Ann with Talk CDO. How are you? I'm doing well, Ruth Ann. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. So you work with Marvin Keller Trucking out of Sullivan, Illinois, right? Y yes. Um, I'm uh, with Marvin Keller Trucking. I've been with them since uh, 2012, actually. How many trucks you guys got there? How you doing, by the way? I'm doing well. This is Troy. Hi, hi Troy. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Hey, I've got uh, your question in regards to the number of trucks. Um, we have typically will range anywhere between 120 to 150 drivers, depending on uh, the level of how many owner-operators we might run. Um, as far as company drivers, and ratio is about 50% company, 50% uh, owner-operators currently. Okay, and you're, you're, you're a drive-in company, correct? Correct. We're drive-in, uh, no-touch freight. Um, we do haul a number of other products, you know, basically from A to Z when it comes to drive-in. Um, we do require tanker and hazmat uh, endorsements for drivers because we are uh, pulling uh, products uh, similar to like Sherwin-Williams, uh, some of those items, some of the food-grade uh, corrosives, that type of thing. So what kind of uh, area do your drivers go? Are they 48? Are they more regional? Sure, good question. Actually, we um, have authority for all 48. Um, primarily, though, um, our OTR drivers are going to run uh, a big circle, if you don't mind. I can describe the circle from basically from the Dallas-Fort Worth area up north through the Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska area, and then slipping over into the southern half of Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, dipping down through the Pennsylvania, western New York area, through Jersey, down through the east coast uh, into the Atlanta, especially the Atlanta, Georgia area, and then back across uh, more so uh, within about 90, I'd say 98% of everything we do is going to be in that area. So you're kind of like really central right there in the in the, the heart of all of the United States there. Yeah, pretty much uh, right in the middle of uh, all the action. Um, we rarely get over to the West Coast. Um, occasionally we'll have something uh, go over there. Um, but west of the Rockies is typically, other than maybe Salt Lake City, uh, we don't do a lot uh, outside of that. So, so what year did they form your company? What what year did Marvin Keller start? In, in fact, did Marvin Keller start out as Marvin Keller, the owner-operator, and work themselves up? Is that the story there, or is it a little different? Yeah. Um, actually, it's an interesting story. Um, I actually moved into Bethany, Illinois in 1967. And at that point, Marvin had already been driving for two years. Um, he started out as a uh, single owner-operator, um, and by the time I knew them, I think they had two trucks. So from 1965 to today, we've been uh, growing and changing and evolving from, uh, you know, one iteration to another, like most companies do to stay in business. you got to make some changes. But, yes, he started out as an individual driver. He's still around, uh, still uh Shows uh, up here. He has actually a garden area here, here at the office area, and, and you'll see him in the summer times working in his own garden. And uh, he likes to uh, show up to a lot of the events we'll have, like driver appreciation, um, the any kind of event we might have where we're bringing in drivers. Uh, he'll he'll show up and uh, chat with the drivers and still keep a uh, you know keep, still keep touch with everybody. So he likes to keep it still a a family oriented type of. Of company because he still tries to be involved in it. Were you ever a driver, Marvin? With Marvin? 
Yes, uh, actually, I started in 2012. Um, my history was outside of the trucking industry. Um, I had an uncle who was a flatbedder when I was growing up, and all the stories he told of the uh, late 50s, 60s, 70s of truck driving. At that point, I didn't think I'd ever want to be a truck driver. Although I enjoyed the trucks, I wasn't had any idea that I would ever be into the trucking industry. And then in uh, 2011, things were changing. Uh, my frustration with the uh, things that I was doing, uh, my wife suggested that I look into trucking. And so I started, uh, went to a class uh, in Springfield, Illinois, uh, got my license, and Marvin Keller, a uh, recruiter, uh, came to, uh, to our school, <clears throat> spoke about it, and I was down to Marvin Keller and one other company, and since I already had a kind of a firsthand knowledge growing up in the area and watching Marvin Keller grow, I, I thought, well, that looked like a company I could be involved with, and um, and here I am today. I started as a driver, and now I do recruiting and training for the uh, for the drivers. So that's awesome. So that you you, you kind of have all your your you 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 know them so well because you've started from them with a driver, and you're still with them. You're not having influences by other companies or anything like that. So that you really know your company. Yeah, yeah, and I, and and that's the thing I liked about uh, here again. Going back to one of the reasons I chose uh, Marvin Keller was the fact that it is uh, more like a family than a company. I've been in the corporate structures over the years, and um, you know, change of management, change of ownership, uh, change of uh, styles. Uh, you tend to, uh, you know, you think you've got something going, and then all of a sudden they change your commission structures, or you, you know, all of the processes and everything gets changed, and it's like, well, this is frustrating. So uh, I just got tired of that, and I got into this uh, because of the fact that um, you know it is more family, more. Um, our drivers are all, all known by their name. In other words, they're not just a number. They're not a commodity, which I really enjoy. I think a lot of drivers do actually enjoy that too. They they don't like the huge companies because they feel like they're lost within it. But when, when there's an issue that they're dealing with personally, they like to be able to speak to their, their driver manager or with someone and have more of that personal one-on-one -on -one feeling instead of, okay, what truck again are you? What's your number again? And have that feeling instead. Yeah. Speaking exactly. of trucks. And it, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's all right. I was just going to ask you what type of trucks you have. Uh, well, we are currently running a fleet of uh, newer vehicles, a 2016 model year Cascadia by Freightliner. We uh, are starting to uh, kind of move those out of the fleet. Uh, we have new Cascadias, uh, 2020-21s. We are also running a, a handful of uh, Mac Anthems as well as uh, some new KWT680s. So, uh, and each year, they, we, uh, Joe tends to, and Joe, by the way, Joe Keller is uh, Marvin's son. Joe took over the company a few years ago and has uh, brought in uh, new life and a little different direction as far as updating equipment and so forth and, and the philosophy on that. And each year, each time we uh, replace trucks, we're looking at new, uh, more modern equipment, uh, a lot of convenience features and comfort features for the driver um as i try to tell new drivers uh, coming in here this is not my uh uncle's uh 1959 mac anymore <laughs> this is no they've got like lots cadillacs of... we're running now right they, they they've definitely upgraded themselves haven't they for sure yes so uh, uh and then of course you ask about the trucks uh our our fleet of uh, over 300 some trailers we're looking at about a, a three to one ratio of tractor trailer uh, uh ratio and um our trailers are all 2016 and newer, so a nice updated fleet, um, and so really, really nice. When I started driving, we had some of the old, really old uh, trailers where you had to actually have a pair of vice grips in your pocket just to hold the uh, uh, the uh, tandem pin uh, lever out because the uh, locking mechanism wouldn't hold it, so you'd have to put a pair of vice grips on it to hold it to keep the locking pins so you could move your tandems. I think it probably a lot of drivers can actually associate with some of the tools they had to carry just to make sure that their truck was, was hooked up properly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. A, a pair of pliers, vice grips, a few screwdrivers, and some duct tape, and you, you're a truck driver. Well, I remember um, Troy, his grandfather, used to show him how to use a dime to make adjustments to his uh, his tractor when he was driving. Mm, yeah, yeah. Turn it 
into a screwdriver? Well, no, it's actually back in the day, a dime fit perfectly in an air hose. And if you had a, a leaking air oh. hose back then, you could just put a dime in it and then seal it back up and it would actually block the air perfectly and wouldn't let it leak. Sure. Not Ruth Ann, remember some of the oddest things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but that, that's what makes it interesting. Uh, uh, those little things, it's amazing what we remember. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I remember talking about the old days. My, when I said my uncle was driving, uh, one reason I would not want to drive is because he hauled steel all the way across the country. He was a long-haul steel, uh, hauled out of Lafayette, Indiana, and he pulled this Mack. Uh, of course, if anybody doesn't know what a 1959 Mac looks like, you can just look it up on the Internet. You know, hard springs, you might as well be riding down the highway on this uh, table I'm sitting in front of because that's how hard it would hit the, the road. And uh, no sleeper. So if he slept uh, it, it, either in the roadside uh, truck stops that had rooms for drivers and uh, uh, or any se seat himself. And then when he first got a sleeper, the first one I remember him talking about getting his new sleeper, uh, they basically took the window out of the old Mac and welded a box on the back of the window. So he had to climb up over the seat and into this through this old window that was in the back of the truck and into the sleeper. Now we've got what I consider apartments on wheels. So a big, big difference. That's true. When you deal with some of those condos, like you said, it's like an apartment. They have some of them. I mean, you'll go down the road and you'll see this huge sleeper, and you're you're automatically saying they don't go home at all. Sure, sure. So, and of course, we have to be cautious of what, how much we put into it, because the more you put into the tractor, the less freight you can haul. So, um, you know, the the industry has had to develop uh, lighter and lighter weight tractor units without uh, sacrificing power and durability, but yet making those creature comforts and still be able to haul forty five, you know, forty three, forty four, forty five thousand pounds of freight. So, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting engineering feat, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. So, so Greg, I uh, I noticed Marvin Keller uh, Trucking has a lease purchase program. That's one of the big things going on right now um, in the industry. I talk to a lot of companies, and more and more are implementing a lease purchase or a lease. Many of them are actually just doing lease. Some of them are doing purchase. T talk to us about the Marvin Keller lease purchase program. Okay. Well, our uh, lease purchase program, we uh, really never had one. I mean, we uh, until. Uh, it was around 2015, 2016, and uh, we've kind of evolved since then. Um, basically, uh, we saw a need in the industry for a true driver-friendly lease purchase program. Uh, unfortunately, and I'm, you know, not to cast aspersions, but I think here's where we differ from a lot of companies. Uh, a lot of lease programs are built uh, for the company's benefit and not necessarily for the benefit or the development of the driver. And Joe put together a program where a driver doesn't have to go in, doesn't get put into a brand new, you know, high dollar, high monthly payment type of truck, but yet a, a used, good quality used truck that he can actually or she can actually develop a uh, good business plan with and not put themselves in a hole. Um, the other thing is uh, a lot of the lease purchase programs that I've seen over the years, uh, they tend to run really hard at first so it looks like you're doing extremely well. And then what happens is when you get closer to time, they're dispatching the drivers less and less, so they're having a harder time making the payments. In other words, now who gets the truck back? Well, Joe said that's enough of this. We're going to, we're going to develop business partners. And it's, even though it's called a lease purchase program, he uh, he and everybody here at Marvin Keller look at these uh, lease purchase uh, owner operators as partners with us. So the better they do, the better we do. And so basically a smaller down payment, smaller weekly payments. And, of course, all that's going to depend on the, the year and, and the uh, value of that particular equipment. But Currently, um, we have uh, some 2016 model year uh, Cascadias that uh, we're going to be rolling out of the fleet and replacing. And most of those are, you know, mid 400, 500,000 mile trucks that are in very good shape. Our full line, you know, our staff has taken very, very good care of them. And uh, so now you're getting a good quality vehicle uh, without having to make a huge payment. And you actually will own that vehicle within usually typically 36 to 48 months. Well, now you've got a good vehicle. We've actually had several guys that have, uh, several owner-operators that have purchased, lease purchased one truck 
then they per released purchased another so they had a buddy that you know wants to drive so they've now owned two trucks i have one uh one of the gentlemen actually owns three and looking at a fourth one so joe's whole idea and philosophy was this if we build partners that are successful we're going to be more successful rather than having to continue to look for somebody to refill that lease purchase truck that we got back so well, that's, that's... i think it, it basically it works out so that you know again uh, I hate to keep repeating myself, but you truly can develop your own business and become a partner with us and still be part of the Marvin Keller family. Uh, so you have some independence, but yet you also uh, are still part of our family. That's 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 wonderful. I mean, that's really smart thinking on Joe's, Joe's end where he's not losing those still good quality tractors. He's able to give an opportunity to a driver that wants to kind of follow in his daddy's footsteps, you know, get start out young and fresh and, and build it within themselves and keep that family going still strong. Sure. And what is really interesting is as we develop this program, um, in the first couple of years, we had uh, about 20. Um, and now currently, I don't, I, I have to apologize because I don't know the number, but we were quickly at about 20 of our company drivers who rolled over into ownership. That's and good. they, they, yeah, and there's, and and I think most all of them are still here, um, which is a, even a better testimony. <laughs> so, right, it okay, says a lot about the company. Yeah. Sure. So okay, so you said you, you know, you're not real big on the West Coast earlier. So if if uh, you know drivers listening right now um, on the podcast here, what? What states, I mean, are you more hiring from east of the Mississippi or are you going over there to North Dakota and, and Colorado to grab drivers? Are you Arizona or are you just basically, you know, go ahead and tell us. Yeah, I would, I would say the majority of our drivers and, and it all boils down to really home time and how, how much home time we can give them. Um, I have a couple drivers that uh, drive out of Texas and, and they're the type of driver that doesn't go home very often. And so even though I could get them back probably at least every 14 days there in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, they want to stay out. So it kind of depends on the driver. Uh, we, have taken, uh, we have taken opportunity to, for drivers outside of uh, the main area, uh, kind of go back and answer your question, um, is in Illinois, of course, Indiana, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, the Michigans, the North Carolina, actually all the way down into North Carolina, into the Georgia area. Um, those areas where we have a lot of uh, freight lanes. Uh, and the reason we're looking at this, uh, again, maybe it's uh, it, it, it not really selfish. In other words, uh, it's more looking from the driver's standpoint is, okay, are we going to be able to offer them uh, home time opportunity. That's the one thing we want to look at is we don't want to be known as a, dry, a company that says, okay, you'll get you home uh, on a regular basis and then they don't get home for four, five, six weeks. And so we want to make sure we can promise. When we make a promise, we can keep it. And so those areas that we had freight lanes in, uh, you know, uh, that I mentioned earlier, we can we can offer, you know, anywhere between uh, three out of four weekends at home to every 14 days for sure at home. Um, and I like to be that way because I don't want to over, as a driver myself, I don't want to overcommit. I don't want to tell somebody something we can't do. Um, and, of course, being a smaller company, as I say, we everybody knows where my office is. And so if you come in, you've got a key to get into the building, uh, you know right where I'm at. So if I'm lying to somebody, I don't want you know, to create <laughs> enemies, you know. <laughs> so, you don't want to um, see them again unhappy. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's amazing how many drivers come in uh, as they're in here. They all come into the office. We just had two drivers, uh, a team of drivers that uh, they're owner-operators, but they, uh, man and wife, live in uh, Mississippi. And uh, every time they come in, she quilts. So she comes in and shows pictures of the quilts, though, people that she's doing. Uh, she's actually making a quilt for some uh, for one of the guys out in the shop. And then uh, they uh, they all have uh, the pets, and she just got a new pet, so she had to make the rounds in here with her new pet, a uh, little uh, little um, uh, little fur ball. I think my mind just went blank. Uh, it's not Pekingese, but uh, Pomeranian, little Pomeranian she got. 
And so, you know, that's that's the kind of relationship we have with our drivers. They come into the office. We're glad we have some of the folks that even have uh, dog biscuits. So when a uh, driver brings their little pet in, <laughs> they've got dog biscuits to give to the pet. So it's a totally different atmosphere than what I've ever seen. So. Sounds like you guys should move your terminal to Alabama. <laughs> Is that where you're from? No, no, I'm just, it's a southern thing. I mean, oh. I, it just, you sound, <laughs> I just picture yeah, Betty yeah. making a quilt on the porch and Uncle Jed <laughs> baking a pie. Well, it's all aunt and yeah, uncles, you, you know. Yeah. It's a big there family. You know. It's a, I'm always doing the aunt and Marvin, Ke- Marvin Keller's reunion is when all the drivers come up and, and you know, come into the shop for the day or whatever. It's just their family reunion, right? Are you, are you trying to make a yeah, Marvin yeah. Keller yeah. joke or what are you doing? Uh-huh. No, I'm just saying it's a, fa- it's a, it's a, it's a company that's like uh, a family. It's uh, like their family reunion. They're all coming in and saying hi. Okay. I didn't know if Ruth Ann was going to start ragging on you guys or not. We, no. You never know with her. She's... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, got to have a little fun somewhere, right? Yeah. So, so Greg, real quick, while it's on my mind. Um, all right. So you've you're, you're you're not a mid-sized company. You're more like I, what I would consider a um, uh, mid-small company in a sense. Uh, in, in fact, I like that number: 120 to 150 trucks or, or drivers at a time, depending on your owner operators. Um, Talk to me about student programs. Do you do you train drivers and do you take them out of a school? Do you work with any certain schools or are you needing like a year of experience to even get in Marvin Keller? Well, I'm glad you asked that because we do, uh, for a company our size, I've, I'm really impressed with the training program that we offer. And um, so uh, I actually, like I said, I'm, I came through the training program myself. Um, so we'll take a student driver right out of school that has his CDL, current, you know, fresh CDL, uh, you know, wide-eyed, I'm ready to go, got my license, and I know uh, what I need to know about trucking, but unfortunately they only get a part of it right now. <laughs> so we help them We help them acquire the, uh, the additional training. Um, there's a lot of training going on out there uh, that I don't really consider uh, training, uh, it's more team driving. Uh, our trainers are all on the same 14-hour clock as our trainee. So when a uh, driver comes out of school that has uh, that's fresh out of school, they um, they have a lot of uh, learning to do, uh, a lot of things that get thrown at them uh, that they didn't realize that they were going to get. But having our trainers sitting in the seat beside them while they're driving and not sleeping in the sleeper while they're driving, um, to me that's that's quality training. They're going to you know, be able to help them if they see something they're coming up on that they don't really recognize or are not sure about. Now they don't have to wake somebody up uh, to find out before, you know, proceeding. Our trainers are right there to help them along the whole way. What am I doing um, this jackknife? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so okay, I've, I've got this. We've got this. Uh, I'm in Atlanta now, and I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, that's even worse. So, so uh, uh-huh. I'm hearing from other trucking companies that there's a lot of these schools that are springing up that are like a five, five, seven day course. I know there's one in Florida for sure. Actually, probably two. I know there's one out in. I think somebody was telling me about one, and was it Arizona the other day? Everything we were talking to somebody, in, and I think there's one in Indiana. But anyways, a lot of the a lot of trucking companies need at least I think 160 hours. It got to be like a you know a PTDI school and all that other good stuff. Um, what what does Marvin Keller need? Does somebody have to have a driving certificate from uh, a certain accredited hours, or uh, do you take them right out of a five day course? How do you do it? Well, first off, I would be surprised that that they could even get anything done in five to seven days. They basically might be able to pass a test, but that's it. Um, our, we've got uh, two avenues. Number one, if you uh, we're looking at accredited uh, schools, okay? So we're probably I haven't even heard of these five to seven days. What you're telling me now, this is news to me. So um, we would not probably recognize that as a course. They would probably have to take additional coursework uh, through us. Um, now, one thing we can do uh, is we actually started an in-house training program. Uh, the, the big problem with this is we have an in-house training program, but it's going to be an Illinois license. And so uh, while we would consider somebody from out of state, they would have to have some type of a residence here in Illinois before we could get them the license. Uh, we have considered uh, looking at doing some Missouri and Indiana training also. So we have capability to do that. But, um, you know, if you, if you haven't gone through a, a accredited uh, school or accredited coursework, uh, whether it be a for-profit school or a community college school or something like that, 
um, we would probably have to take an additional training through our, our course. If you don't have a license at all and just want to try to get into it, uh, another thing you could do is contact me and we could talk about our training course. Uh, we actually have an in-house training course where you come in fresh. Uh, we have rooms to stay here in the uh, office, in the back of the office here. Um, we have four guest rooms for drivers to stay in overnight. Uh, and then we have full kitchen, laundry, and uh, shower facility. Uh, so that's just kind of like home away from home. And they spend four days a week. Uh, for about three to four weeks, depending on how quickly we can get them through, um, and it's more one-on-one -on -one training. So rather than having seven, eight, nine, ten people in a class uh, and then have to share your truck time and all your seat time uh, in practice with other drivers, uh, it's, this is more of a one-on-one, one-on-two -on -one, uh, -on type of scenario. Um, so then, then they would go through the whole Illinois uh, licensing course, you know, taking the test, uh, written test for their uh, permitting. Uh, they would come out with a, a, their physical, of course, which they have to have the physical um, and all the drug screens. We also train them in hazmat because we do require the hazmat and tanker endorsements. They will come out with those endorsements where they might not at some of the other schools. A lot of the schools don't train the hazmat or teach the hazmat uh, uh, or uh, training for the hazmat tests. Mm -hmm. So they'll come out with their hazmat and training uh, and tanker endorsements. And at the end of that three to four weeks, then they would move, roll right into our orientation as a driver. As our program is an intent to hire program. So in, or, in order to get into our program, you will have to pass all of our uh, interview process, you know, the application and interview process just to get in the course. Mm -hmm. Unlike a lot of schools, which you know, if you've got the money, you can get into it. Right, <laughs> so right. whether or not, whether or not you passed any uh, pre-qualifications or not. So well, on that subject, what is the age limit that you like to bring them in at, and is there anything as far as their MVR? Like, if you have a a young kid that you know maybe he was younger, got something stupid on his MVR, what is your requirements for them to start out that way as a student, and then if they do have experience. What is the experience level you bring them in as a solo driver and any of those kind of requirements? Okay. So uh, age requirements to answer that uh, is basically you're going to have to be 23 years of age or older, um, whether you've gone through uh, whatever course you've gone through or if you have current experience. They're dropping everything else down to 18, Marvin Keller. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Unfortunately, Nobody's we are part of a uh, we're part are uh, part of a um, consortium that uh, has looked at the safety sides of everything, and um, we want to have our drivers to have a little bit of driving experience, even if it's in an automobile, rather than just you know coming freshly out of high school. Um, now that may change in the future with uh, some of the studies prove out, but a lot of the insurance companies are um, a little hesitant with somebody uh, age 23 or younger, mm -hmm. or 22, 21. Um, we have had, I mean, I've actually lost uh, three or four drivers that I can personally remember when I've gone to these uh, recruiting at these schools that I know 100% that this, this person, this individual would have made an excellent driver, but the age requirement. Um, so it's kind of frustrating sometimes from a recruiting standpoint, but also I work with safety, and I want we want to make sure that there's a, there's a that safety factor and the maturity factor once they get in here as a driver. So that's part of the reason why they did the 23 uh, and up. Um, as far as uh, coming out of the um, as far as an experienced drivers, uh, and you asked about the solo thing. Mm -hmm. um, if you're 23 and you've gone through our six weeks of training course right out of school, you become a solo driver at that point. Um, and then uh, anybody that uh, we're looking at hiring for some of our other positions, I mean, obviously we have some positions like four on, four off, uh, 14 days out, things like that, uh, that, you know, one year or more experience. So if they come from, if they have already done their schooling, they've already been driving for another company, um, they can come in there with just a year experience or, or even maybe a few months experience and become a solo driver with you as long as they work for an, a, you know, a company that like a big company, like say, I don't know, JB or, or Schneider or someone. Yeah. 
yeah, and again, obviously, we look at individual applications as far as you know what we're going to you know hire and so forth. But uh, if they have uh, a year experience with someone else, definitely we would bring them in. Now, what we found is we've also because of our um, because of our safety. Uh, mindedness here uh, and the type of training that we have seen out there we've had drivers that come in here with less than one year of experience and have we have accepted them as employee you know as a driver but uh, they will go through at least a portion of uh, with a trainer out there uh, on the road with one of our trainers we feel like that um, there's just too many things out there and uh, oftentimes is uh, several times that we've had that case uh, where the driver has come on board with us. They've been, let's just say, they've been uh, six months with someone else. And uh, uh, when I get to talking to them, I find they had maybe two weeks of training and then they went out there on their own. And all of a sudden, you know, they're they're getting themselves into situations. They don't know what's going on. We want to make sure that that driver has all the tools to be successful. I think part of the reason why we have such a high turnover in this industry is because of the lack of training of our drivers. Uh, we're in such, you know, the industry is in such a rush to get drivers from, you know, from uh, passing the test to the seat that they forget about the things that are necessary to teach those drivers to become competent and proficient in their uh, in their trade. And now um, they're unsafe, or they feel like that they don't know enough, and then they, you know. I don't know about you, but if I'm totally uncomfortable in a job, don't feel like I can do it, I don't really want to be working there, you know. So I think that's part of the reason why we have high turnover because of the way we train people now. And uh, here at Marvin Keller, we have taken that other approach that no matter where you came from, if you have less than one year experience, you will go out with a trainer for maybe up to four weeks, depending on what the trainer feels like you need. Now we've had several drivers that come in and they've get, you know, a couple of weeks and the trainer says this person's, you know, puts their rubber stamp on and they're good to go. Um, and then, um, you know, as long, they also have the contact with our trainer as well as uh, your driver manager and to support the driver and so forth. So, again, going back to that part of the team, part of the family, we're not just throwing them out there to the wolves, in other words. I've seen on your website that you, which... By the way, people, is MarvinKeller.com is their website. I've seen on that that you also do military. So if they have their, their if they've drove truck on the, in the military, you, 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 you accept that kind of experience also, right? Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, we started, uh, we were one of the first in the state of Illinois to have a v, the VA-approved uh, internship program for military veterans, uh, which basically um, allows them to utilize some of their uh, benefits as a military uh, for stipends for during that first year. We've got a program set out, a guideline on training for that first 12 months. And, you know, if, if anybody knows what uh, anything about the government and the military, they're, they're really big on, you know, detail, 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 and paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. <laughs> so we had to jump through a lot of hoops to get that program together, but we did uh, put together a program, and we've had uh, several um, several veterans who have actually used this uh, program. I've visited some of the uh, military bases on recruiting uh, and uh, job fair type of things for transitioning veterans, uh, transitioning out of the military, and um, have hired uh, several veterans under this program. It's really a nice program if uh, if someone is just coming out of the military has their whether they have their license or not. Uh, again, we can we can work with them to try to get that that license as well as um, a job once they once they get out and get that license. So I'm looking here on your site, and I had seen this before. It looks like you have a, a you have some you actually have some really cool runs. One is a four on four off deal. I know um, some companies that used to do uh, similar things like this. In fact, I know a company that used to have a what they call the triangle run. And they would have three drivers on it. One driver would be off for a week. The other two would be running it. And then every third week you were off. But this, this one here, four, uh, I'm sorry, four on, four off, 20 to $25 an hour. Um, can, you, can you talk about that? Like where, where do you hire drivers in for that? I, I guarantee you, you probably have sure. people always inquiring about that. Oh, yeah, 
that's one of our big inquiries uh, when we uh, when it's out there advertising or somebody's been on our website. Um, we kind of set this up uh, as if anybody in the industry knows, you know, you've got a high investment in a piece of equipment. And if you're, uh, our traditional OTR driver was uh, home, you know, for three out of four weekends each month. And then, you know, so you've got a truck sitting there uh, doing nothing for two, three days. If they go on vacation, you know, now you don't have anybody in that truck. So what we're trying to, what we were trying to do is offer um, drivers that have experience, they have to have at least one year of experience. Um, but many of these drivers that are calling on these have multiple years of experience or towards the end of their what I guess driving career maybe want to change that um, don't want to be out there on the road as much so we we put this together so that they can keep um, keep their hand in the industry uh, their you know their income requirements is not as great because they're at that situation in life uh, whatever their situation is and then because uh, they don't want to be out there for you know to, in order to make a big bucks you know with the high the really high dollars guys are out there driving all the time well you know as they say if it ain't rolling you ain't earning you know so uh, the the key was to kind of get a balance of home time and drive time still make a you know decent uh, decent amount of money but yet have a lot of time that you can devote to your home uh, the four on four off situation is slip seat uh, so we have two drivers one truck. And so while, the, while, you know, let's say I'm uh, running four on four off, while I'm driving, the other uh, driver would be at home and then off duty. And then whenever uh, I get back in on the fourth day, that driver then jumps in the truck and then they uh, would then take on for four days while I'm home for four. Um, the nice thing about that is uh, you are going to have some time. You can pretty much tell from today to the to next year to the next year, you know, every four days you're going to be home. So you could set up doctor's appointments, um, business uh, business appointments you need to take care of, uh, trips. You know, you can take some short day trips and then throw some vacation time onto that too. And then now you've got, uh, you can make some different plans that you couldn't be before in this industry. That's one of the, the downfalls. A lot of people that ha are in this have a harder time finding days to take off or days to set a doctor's appointments or you know they need to go to the bank and take care of some transactions they did they was a little more difficult or they had to take vacation days to do it well now with this four on four off they know hey uh, so i'm going to be off next tuesday or next wednesday hey i'll just go ahead and you know make sure of that makes that appointment for them what's the hiring areas for that Greg. Uh, right now, uh, currently, we're looking at mostly in Illinois here, uh, Kankakee, uh, Sullivan, Illinois, Effingham, Illinois. Uh, although I have uh, had some interest, some drivers at one point had some shown some interest, maybe like in Atlanta area, uh, areas that we go to, uh, North Carolina, uh, maybe even the St. Louis area, St. Louis, Missouri area, where they would... Um, have another driver say you got uh, two two friends that uh, are in the same situation and say you know that sounds like a cool idea so they could basically share that one truck as long as there i have two drivers or i have enough other drivers in that area that would be where i could you know because i don't want to obviously i don't want to move a truck to say atlanta georgia and let it sit there for four days empty while somebody's driving see so we're, but we would we would entertain the the idea of having it outside of Illinois if, in fact, we had a couple drivers. Mm -hmm. So as long as you have people that are friends and, you know, close enough in the area that they can share the tractor and, and be able to do that, sure. you're willing to give them that opportunity. If there was something yeah. that, that you could say about Marvin Keller as far as being the ultimate trucking company, what would it be? Well, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I think it has to do with the personal touch. Um, you're not, you're not part of this big ocean of drivers that nobody knows about you don't get lost in the shuffle you know you you uh come in everybody knows you just going right back to that talking about the drivers bringing their their pets and uh their projects in and so forth uh, it, it makes a lot more homey a lot more down to earth see i grew up in the, as a rural area so that's ideal for me. I mean, I, that's kind of what I grew up with. You know, you know everybody. You got friends everywhere. You know, you're not you're not part of a big. Uh, where, whereas in some of the big cities, you've got to get lost. Well, now you're part of the you're part of that. I don't know. I guess you want to put that Alabama as Troy says that Alabama uh, <laughs> situation. <laughs> but we're gonna get hate mail you know, from it's, Alabama. It's, uh, yeah, 
yeah, it's all that personal touch. I think that's a that's what I think uh, that really keeps me here and keeps I think most of the drivers that we have here. Okay. Now, what is um, for like what does Marvin Keller offer as far as like if you wanted to quick sho- shove out a, a a little bit of a, a an ad, you know, like is you know, we already know twenty three years or older. I was going to say that stuff. Oh. Stop using my brain. Will you? <laughs> No, so really, really what she's saying is we've talked about students. We've talked about student programs, experienced drivers. We talked about one- or two-year runs. We know there's a lease purchase program. We know there's owner-operators, and I'm sure an owner-operator gets paid probably the same as a lease purchase, only he has his own truck. Um, the t- I see you have teams also on here. Um, I'm guessing that's not coast-to-coast since you're not really a big California. What can a team do as far as miles there? Um, uh, depends on how the team operates. Uh, we're probably more of what I call a soup. I guess you'd call it maybe uh, Rick uh, Ellis, our uh, vice president of operations, likes to call it a super single or super uh, solo. Um, you're probably looking uh, anywhere around uh, the, the high threes to uh, mid fours on the miles. Um, I think a lot of our owner operator, or excuse me, the uh, team drivers are have been uh, predominantly the man and wife who wants to spend a lot of time together. Yeah, that's uh, what it again, sounds more like. like that's, yeah, yeah, and so um, you, you know we have a we've had te- a couple teams in the past that are uh, that I call the you know the super teams, but you know again it's not the coast to coast stuff. So you're not going to get those six, seven, eight thousand miles of a week and that kind of stuff. We're we're more of that mid range. Um, you know, I've had them up to maybe I had one team at one point did about six, but that was that was highly unusual. And of course, it depends on how the team wants to operate or how experienced they are in scheduling themselves. Because um, you know, it's a matter of uh, okay, am I utilizing my time properly? Just like a solo driver, if you're not communicating and you're not uh, trip planning properly and you're not doing the things you need to do to uh, keep that left door shut, as my trainer would like to say. Um, then you don't get as many miles. Right. So, um, uh, you know, right now we're uh, we're having to turn down loads. We're getting loads all the time. Just don't have enough drivers uh, to fill um, to fill all of the loads that we have offered to us. So, and, you know, it's it's a good time. I think uh, you know the freight for us, even through this COVID nineteen uh, situation, while it slowed down a little bit initially, it just came back pretty hot and heavy because of the type of freight we're running. You know, we're still running a lot of. Uh, you know the 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 uh, food grade products and the food products going in uh, and out. We you know water. Uh, uh, what do I want to say? Materials um, that are used for other production uh, operations. So a lot of things we were doing didn't completely close down. So that made it kind of nice. You know we weren't in the automobile industry. So uh, you know we'll do a little bit of uh, freight that'll be connected to it. But you know a lot of the drivers that were in that industry um, and those sub. Uh, Contractors within the industry had had a hard hit, and so uh, we we don't have, we didn't have nearly that type of hits. And right now, it's just coming back really strong. Like I said, we're, we we could use drivers almost immediately if we could get some. I got an email yesterday from one of uh, the trucking companies that we're real close to, and it and, he, and it was titled "The Trucking Industry Is Not the Only Industry That Has Been Hit by This uh, Whatever You Want to Call It." Okay, uh, the the pandemic yeah. thing. Um, but realistically, where they're finding more trouble than anything, I mean, if you really wanted to get into it, but it's realistically, they're, in fact, one of my Texas people called me yesterday and said, he just found out they're still paying them for, they're at least paying them $400 additional on top of their unemployment. And all you had to do was cry. You're afraid of the COVID-19 and you're going to get unemployment. And guess what? Um, you, you've got to, you got to put yourself in a driver's place for a second you know what's the average truck driver make? Maybe a thousand, fourteen hundred dollars gross till he till you take his taxes out. He's maybe bringing home nine hundred to eleven hundred dollars, maybe less, even eight hundred dollars. Well, if if you're in say Texas, you're getting six hundred and I think I think it's like four hundred and 
ninety, almost five hundred dollars, plus the additional four hundred. You're 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 bringing home just under a thousand dollars, sitting at home watching Merv Griffin. Well, Merv Griffin's probably dead by now, but I'm, I'm right, just, you know, right. Jerry Springer or whatever you're the hell you your want. age now. I think maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm just saying that's that's really what everybody's up against right now, trying to find. You know, it was bad enough that the the trucking industry is 140 percent turnover because of the industry itself. I mean, we all know that. Three out of, of four truck drivers get their CDL and don't even make it six months. It, it's it's they're not mentally prepared. You know they 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 have this life at home and one day they wake up in a in a sleeper bunk, okay, and their their dog isn't jumping on the bed to say hi to them anymore. The kids ain't running in. They can't go to their favorite hoagie shop. They're out on the road going, what the hell did I do? And 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 th- there they are waking up to some reality. Three out of four of these guys are like, screw this, man. i got to be home whether I'm making money or not. And you can't blame them. It's either for you or it's not. So then you, you, you mix in the pandemic on top of an already frail industry, and it's it's been a disaster. This, this whole year has been a disaster for most trucking companies, and it's not their fault, and that's what really sucks the most. Yeah, it's tough. Now, the, the, the beauty of this, and again, I'm glad you brought up some of those statistics on turnover and so forth, uh, kind of bring me into uh, one of the things that I talked to a driver about. A couple of things uh, we, we haven't touched on, uh, women at the wheel. Uh, we have a women at the wheel program. Uh, we have a strong uh, female driver presence, uh, industry average of about six to seven uh, percent of the drivers nationwide are female. Uh, our, our, uh, our percentage runs anywhere between 12 and 14 percent. Good, good. So we're typically to double the industry average on that. Pro. Um, you, yeah. And then you mentioned a hundred and some percent turnover. Um, and even in the good times, it's 80 to 90 to 100 percent turnover ratio, depending on the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, our turnover ratio hovers around 30 to 34 percent. Awesome. That is, that's really good. So that tells us, you know, again, while I tell everybody, there is no perfect company out there. I don't care what industry you're in, what business or line of industry uh, of, of uh, career you choose, there's nothing perfect. And uh, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people looking for the perfect. <laughs> They're never satisfied. Right. But what this 34% tells me is that our turnover ratio tells me is that we're doing some things right for most of the people. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I'm looking at. Again, uh, again, it goes back to from the day they talk to me to the day they're out there on the road, everything in between uh, is what I say it is. Okay. Now I'm not saying there there isn't times where things happen that, you know, I don't have any idea. We don't have any control over Like you said, Troy, there's a lot of things we don't have any control over, but it's how we handle those things. I think that sets us apart and why we've been so successful and still financially secure and strong during this COVID uh, pandemic uh, issue that we've got going on. And uh, we just see this right now as a great time and opportunity, even though there's some bad things happening and some crazy stuff going on and things we don't have any control over like politicians who want to make a thing and give them $600 more on their, you know, uh, or $400 or whatever it is on their unemployment. We can't control that. But what we can do is be positive on what we do and how we treat people and how we're going, because this is going to get over at some point. Right. And then now what do you do? You know, and those drivers that weren't driving, gonna have yeah. to come back to reality and say okay now i got to go and use my professional cdl license and i've been at home this whole time because i didn't want to work but right with with that being said we we already i i said marvinkeller.com is your website let a driver know what is, what is another number that they can call what's the recruiting line that they can call you at well it's pretty simple to uh call our uh, main line 217-728-9800 and my extension is 280. So 217-728-9800, extension 280, and you'll talk to Greg. Now, if you dial in and, and just use, if you don't dial my extension in there, we also have Greg Sullivan who runs the uh, shop, and we tend to get each other's phone calls. So. <laughs> 
just just knowing that. Um, but uh, we'll get we'll uh, we'll get a hold of somebody. If I'm not available, I like I said, wear a lot of hats in this uh, in this company since we're smaller. So I do recruiting. I also do some training uh, and uh, safety training, uh, remedial training for things. Uh, do Smith system training for our drivers. So I'm I'm doing other things, not just the recruiting side. So please leave a message. I will get back to somebody. Um, one of the things, uh, Ruth Ann and Troy, you might understand, it's like, okay, so somebody says, well, I've been trying to get a hold of you. Have you left a message? How do I know you've been trying to get a hold of me if you haven't left a message? So uh, please leave that message. I will get back to you. So, so Greg, we're just about out of time here. Um, in, in, say, 45 seconds or less, you know, it, let these drivers know, is there anything, any special deals going on right now? Um, is there a hot and heavy uh, uh, dedicated run or anything special that you're looking for? Um, reach out to these. What do you got? Sign on bonuses, maybe. Sign on bonuses, all that other good stuff. Throw, throw a pitch out there and let these guys know, really, because, you know, we, we've said a lot, and, and hopefully all you drivers out there uh, will go ahead and check out Marvin Keller because that I like the green trucks, route, Dan. That's my they favorite. Let me the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> But anyways, they stand out, don't they? Yeah, yeah they're really cool. So the one thing, yeah, the one thing I would mention, we do have a thousand dollar sign-on bonus paid out uh, two fifty uh, each quarter uh, while you're here. We're looking at doing some changes on that. But um, what I, I, I caution drivers, we're here for the long haul. I I find that the the when they're pushing bonuses on particular lanes or something, those bonuses typically have a lot of stipulations in them, even though they sound really nice. Uh, ours is just plain flat thousand dollars you sign on with is one year more experience 250 dollars every quarter the quarter that you're here for your first 12 months no other stipulation than that and typically those those uh things those bonuses are for somebody for or for a position or a situation where nobody really wants it so they have to push really have to push that bonus there uh what we're looking at is the long haul and i think that um uh, overall the appreciation we have for our drivers, the uh, the the uh, income that they can expect, I think it it's just steady. It's not any of this. Well, oh, we're shooting this because what happens is if you start throwing a lot of money at th- people, then you run. We found that we're finding job hoppers, guys that are following just the money numbers. I mean, I can quote sixty cents a mile, I can quote seventy cents a mile, but if you don't get any miles, how much money you're going to make? So, sure. uh, what we do is the truthfulness. The honesty, the upfrontness. If there's a situation, we want to know, you know, both the good and the bad of what's going on. If you have a, if you have a suggestion to improve it, we're always open to that. You know, we don't know at all. We that's the one thing we just don't know at all. I mean, there might be some things. Some of our drivers have offered some uh, ideas that have been outstanding ideas, and we've incorporated. So it's just a matter of um, the partnership that we have to offer. Now, as far as benefits, you're going to have the full benefits health benefits from day one. We are offering drivers with experience level uh, when they come in, uh, depending on when they come in during the year. Uh, a driver one to four years experience has five days of pay time off available to him. If he starts in January, to have five days, and we prorate that down to uh, the uh, 12 months, you know, uh, so in December, uh, January, or excuse me, October, November, December, they're probably looking at a couple days now, but then they're gonna get that full five days at the beginning of the year back as vacation. So we've got some time off available initially um, uh, that, you know, starts from the first week. We pay six holidays, whether you run the holiday or not, you still get paid. Um, Vision and dental after 60 days. uh, So it's all the full benefits, 401k option available. Uh, So um, I think just the whole package of everything uh, speaks for itself. Uh, once you get here, give us a shot. Give me a call. You know, have any questions? Be happy to try to answer them. If I don't have the answer, I'll sure try to find it for you. Well, all right, Greg. Also, it's Allsop. A L L S O P. Correct. Allsop. O P. Correct. Mm-hmm. Allsop. Greg Allsop with Marvin Keller Trucking out of. Illinois, central Illinois, and uh, Ruth Ann's pointing to Sullivan, which is near the Effingham area, he said. Um, Correct. 800-752-0342, extension 280, is directly to Greg if uh, you'd like to call him. It sounds like Greg's definitely 
been with the company forever and knows uh, probably everything that you need to know about what your life would be like at Marvin. Give him a call. Um, Greg, we truly appreciate you coming on the show and and, uh, introducing your company to the uh, United States through TalkCDL. We love it. (laughs) Ruth Ann and Troy, I appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Uh, Hopefully I didn't muddle it too much. Uh, you did just fine. Yeah, you, you did better than Ruth Ann does. So <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. Uh-oh, Ruth Ann. Them there sign words. Better watch it. I have to tell you something. <laughs> it was funny. One of our friends that we have, it's a driver that we're very close friends with, and he had contacted us, and he said, you know, something's going on with the... Uh, Podcast. With the podcast on on iTunes, for some reason, Troy's talking really fast, and Ruthann sounds like a chipmunk when she laughs. And I'm sitting there, I said, well, do you have it sped up? He goes, no, I can't do that. And I look, I'm like, no, you actually sped it up on your phone. You ma- That's why you're making us sound so funny. Yeah, so, so if anybody out there is listening, if you're on iTunes listening to any podcast, if you touch that little circle to the right uh, near the play button, it's going to make it go fast and it's going to talk fast and we're all going to sound like munchkins. And I'm going to sound really annoying. <laughs> yeah, more annoying. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> all right. There you go. There you go. Super. Well, I appreciate your time uh, and that you shared. Uh, we should be able to share together. I appreciate it and the opportunity the, to uh, share with your listeners. We're going to try to get to Louisville this year. So if you guys are there, look us up. We'll have medias and walking around. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Thank you all for listening. Um, you have MarvinKeller.com. And again, a number to con- contact Greg is at 217 217- 728-9800, extension 280. Ask for Greg. And tell him Talk CDL sent you. And I'm sure you guys got Facebook and all kind of social media, so you can look them up there and maybe communicate there also. Sounds good. Thank Sounds you, good. Greg. Thanks. All right. Well, that was Greg Alsop, A-L-L-S-O-P from Marvin Keller Trucking. And uh, it sounds like they got a lot to offer. It, it does. It sounds like they're a very nice family-oriented cup company where they... they take a lot of care with their drivers. I, I mean, you can go on their webpage and read all kind of neat things that they offer drivers, which I would suggest, you know, do your diligence. But, you know, uh, definitely a sound company to me. Uh, I, again, you know, I'm no, I mean, I was going to say I'm no expert, but I, I am an expert. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. He's an expert on everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm a legend in my own mind. But anyways... <laughs> Look them up. Check them out. It was a little bit of a different podcast today, Ruthann. We started off talking about the uh, uh, hurricane, and then we went to uh, Marvin Keller. Well, I wanted, you know, I wanted to be able to bring in some of our sponsors. One of the things that we like to do is give that opportunity that our sponsors have a chance to talk to the drivers about them. So this is one of the, t- the opportunities that we took to... Give I'm them a, t- a chance to look. I'm a, just the truth. When I'm listening to people, to me, what he wasn't trying to push was come here, get rich, own a truck, all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. What he was really trying to push was this is a long, long-term relationship we're looking for. We're not looking for the guy that's trying to make a fast buck. We're looking for the guy that wants to bring his family here and know us. We get to know you. And it's literally a happy relationship where we can all help each other grow together. I mean, honestly, truly, what more do you want? When you try to go more than that, it's frustrating because you're trying to get something from somebody that they don't have to give. So it sounds like a great company. Well, yeah, I mean, he said he has a lease purchase uh, person, a lease purchase driver that is now going on his fourth tractor and He's trying to build his own little small fleet within their fleet. So it's kind of like, you know, like I said, really family oriented, at least, you know, where they're they're treating their drivers as part of the family. But to, I'm going to tell you something about that. Okay, that's a great story. But, you know, they probably don't have a million people like that. Why is that? Because the guy that builds up his fleet within a trucking company like that is a guy that was patient, went through good times, bad times, maybe a breakdown, didn't get frustrated, say, F this, I'm out of here. He saved money, and therefore he had money in the bank for bad times and while he was going through all this. I mean, you don't just get up to four trucks going through a lease without some hiccups. All I'm saying is that if, if, if that's your goal coming to Marvin or anybody, you know, you gotta have you got to have the mentality of knowing that there's ups and downs and we just got to get through it. But in the long run, if you stick to it, you could have, you, you, you could have a, a, a great career. Ruthann, you ready to get out of here? Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.